One of the questions I get asked almost daily is how to grow and monetize your podcast. So as this week's guest, Laura Cathcart Robbins says in her podcast, the only one in the room, this episode is for everyone, which is to say this episode is for anyone who wants to create a podcast. That is listen in for how she created goals when just starting out and how her goals and measures of success have evolved and changed. And of course, listen for her checklist for growth and monetization. Here we go. So now to deep dive into your growth process, because as mentioned in yesterday's episode, I think you're doing an amazing job and you put a lot of things into play first to organically grow. Can you just talk us through what that was like? How did you, how'd you do that? Oh my God, it was so hard. It's a lot. (laughs) So hard. It's a lot. So the first thing is, is Scott would remind me is that you want, just like I talked about yesterday in building an author's platform, you really kind of want to build a podcast platform where you have your, your, the podcast itself, you know, your quality product that you love and believe in and, you know, that you know that if anybody heard, they would want to listen to all the episodes you ever put out because it's so enchanting and enthralling and compelling. So you have that product that you've built and developed and you're really happy with that. The other thing that that we did at the same time was creating a website. So the website was out when we launched the podcast. It was live. We did merchandise. We did our Facebook group. We did our newsletter. We did our Facebook page. We have Instagram and Twitter. We're starting something called Mm -hmm. Stereo, which will be kind of a live component a few times a month to go with the podcast. So that was, that's now though, but that back then we just put everything in place that was suggested to us to have to support this quality product that we loved. And once that was done, you know, part of part of what was suggested to us and what I really tried to do was to kind of pepper our seasons with guests that had name recognition or followers. And that way we could have them promote and bring in more listeners to their episodes and therefore to the podcast itself. And and that that definitely works. What I found, which is something, Barcy, that you told me about was that there's, I don't even remember how you put it. You, you can probably put it better than me, but it was, it would be a high peak. And then there'd be a drop when, when those listeners kind of disappeared because that gas wasn't bouncing. There. Yeah. Yeah. Bouncing. Yeah. That bounce hurts because <laughs> you get really excited. Oh, we have 3000 downloads today, but some stick, right? Some do stick. Yeah. A little stick every time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you do build more. You build more. And like we built, we we definitely built over the years, but the, the growth was very slow at times. Right. Um, and a lot of it was guest dependent. So, you know, my whole thing with this quality pro- podcast that I love was I didn't want to sacrifice content for guest appeal. Agreed. And, yeah. and, and that, that was, that was hard. Those are hard choices to make mm-hmm. because here's a great story, but we're, you know, we're staying the same or we're losing listeners. So I know I could put this person on and get the listenership back up. But it's but temporary, story, right? So it's then temporary. It the bounce, yeah. So it doesn't really yield the results that 
you're hoping for in terms of the longevity needed for podcasting versus going viral on social media or on YouTube. So that's a really good distinction to make because it is different. It is. And I also feel like I was compromising my integrity a little by Mm -hmm. going after guests for name recognition or followers only. It didn't feel right to me. It has to be both. Yeah. And, and, you know, our, our podcast is very intimate in nature. It's Mm -hmm. not a business profile. It's not, you know, just one of those banter back and forth podcasts where it's a personal essay. We're bringing in somebody to tell a very vulnerable personal story. So I really wanted to take that care with it. So that was, you know, that's what we did. We try to create that balance so that we had guests that would bring in listeners. We have great stories once they get there. And, you know, it's exhausting. It, It took a lot of work. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you how did, how did you motivate the guests to share? Because a lot of people struggle with that. Is it? I think you do a really savvy job with it. Because again, like you said, you're you're very nice. You mentioned that in, yeah. in yesterday's episode, and there's a charm that comes with that ask. But can you just quickly tell us like the ones? Yeah, that- I mean, this is what I say when we finish the podcast. I'll say we can edit out anything that you're not happy with or anything that's uncomfortable if you want. I'm not going to let them listen to it, to be clear. But if they have reflected back on the interview and think, I I really wish I hadn't said this or said this person's name, I let them know that I'm going to take it out because I want them to promote it. So I need them to be comfortable with it. That's the first part of my ask to promoting it. Got it. It's like, I need you to promote this. So um, they need to feel safe. Yeah. And then I text them when we're close to dropping the episode. And I say, hey, just listen to the last edit of your episode. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to send you a postable so that you can just copy and paste. So it's no trouble to promote the episode when it comes out. But I just wanted to give you the heads up. And I love it so much, you know, and I'll say something personal about their episode in that. And then when the episode drops, I'll send them that postable. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a word, but that's what I call it. I like it. And, and, and that just yeah. means some to define it for anyone who's not sure is just something that they can copy paste into their yes. their social medias and they don't have to think right. about what to say and what am I... Exactly. You know. It's a little script and a link and a picture. Right. Um, so I send them all three of those things. and And then... I'll say things like, like, say, you know, Barcy, it's your episode and it's, you know, coming up on eight o'clock the day of your, of your drop and 8 p.m. and you haven't posted anything. I'll circle back and say, I just want to make sure you love the episode as much as I did. When you post, please tag me so I can make sure to share with my listeners. And then I'll usually get a response back. I haven't got time yet or I, I'm scheduling out my posts for the week. You'll be on Friday. If it's oh. someone who has a lot of followers, okay. they'll, they'll let me in on that. And then that's the last time I'll contact them for a couple days because I don't want to, I don't want to bug them. So they stat, they like, I'm not posting her at all, but right. those three things usually, usually get a response. And cool. I've been very pleased with how our guests are promoting the show. They, they've all been really nice about it. And, you know, I can only think of a couple of people that didn't promote at all. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that little strategy, because I think a, a lot of people, if they're not used to reaching out that way, it can feel 
like a burden or an awkward thing or like it's too much or whatever. Yeah. But I, I like that way of kind of just there's sound like about three touch points yes. outside of the the initial like we're going to ask you to share moment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so thank you uh, for breaking that down. So we've switched gears recently. And when I say we, I just mean the only one in the room from all of the not well I take that back you're still doing all of the organic stuff you're still doing all of that heavy lifting too but you've you've kind of found new ways to market the podcast so that it grows a little quicker and there are more things that are available now that were not available even just a few months ago so I have to point that out too because podcasting is changing constantly in what we can and can't do and how things happen so that's something to say but uh, I'm just curious how you knew, how you and Scott knew that there there needs to be a new strategy in play. Well, this goes back to something I was saying yesterday about attending conferences, festivals, etc. I was at um, PodFest, which is, this was the largest virtual podcasting conference um, in the world. And that was in August of 2020, or maybe September. Anyway, it was in the fall. <laughs> Mm-hmm. late summer fall 2020 and this woman named katie kremitsos who is a podcaster she has a, a podcast that started during the pandemic and is now doing i think a million downloads a month wow um that's big. incredible growth and so she was on to talk about her growth and one of the things she said Everything she said got my attention, but one of the things she said just left my, you know, my, my face on the floor or my jaw on the floor, which was, I was so tired of the heavy lifting of trying to grow my podcast organically. And she said, if I thought about how much time and effort I was putting in, you know, and converted that into dollars, you know, I was, I was putting all my resources into getting this podcast noticed by the right people, getting more listeners, getting more listeners, and doing this kind of promotion and doing this on Instagram and getting this guest and getting so-and-so to talk about it. And so she said she decided to put her money into advertising instead. And what she when she did that, she saw immediate growth, growth that would have taken her years to get. And And so she has chosen to do back-to-back advertising campaigns on different platforms. And I don't know exactly how much she's bought or exactly where all their advertising, but um, she did talk about a few specific ones where she had had a lot of success. So I took notes and Mm. then, and she's actually somebody I know. So I hit her up right after that. And um, she was so kind. Again, podcasters are super generous. She spent a little while with me. She spent a little while with Scott and broke down for us what she did. And even though we weren't ready to enter into the advertising game at the level that she was because of where she was with her podcast, we entered at a, an entry level and started advertising. And I think what happened was this was in October of 2020. And we went from, you know, 600 to 800 downloads per episode to where we're now getting, we're averaging seven to 8,000. And we, we release four episodes a week. So right. that's the other thing is we release, we release a lot more than, than some podcasters do. So, but we're, that's all sellable, 
you know. Mm -hmm. So that's an opportunity for an advertiser to get in front of your listener four times during a week, which is great. So we are continuing campaigns. And, you know, the goal is obviously not just to make money, but to make enough money, not only that we can pay for all the production of the podcast, but to profit. Sure. Like, we like to be able to maybe support ourselves on this podcast, which seemed so far away, even six months ago. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. And, and the, it's it's true, there was not this solution before. So things will continue to grow and change. And there'll probably be more opportunities like that for people. And, and so I want to talk about the how we measure success and goals. And has that it sounds like that has changed over the period that you've been in existence. So can you just help us understand how you measured success along the journey and how that's changed now? Yeah, I think at first, because the podcast was created simply to support my writing, it was what I understand now is called a hobby podcast. We were, we were not, or the goal was not to make it a business, not to make it, I, it, that's, that's not true. We would have been really happy if we could have monetized it early on, but that wasn't the goal. So that's, that is true. It wasn't the goal to monetize it, but, but we, we wanted to make it something that would be really beneficial to my author's platform, meaning more listeners going to my, my writing mm-hmm. and supporting my writing and that being something that, you know, kind of traded back and forth. People who like my writing go to listen to podcasts, blah, blah, blah. So that was like the first year, that was really our goal. And then the second year, year two, our goal has been to monetize it. So we had to look at the success of the podcast a lot differently. And it wasn't just like the first year, the success was measured in how many, you know, people reached back out to us and told us that the podcast really changed their lives or, or did or said something to them that had never been done before. Or we got a guest who had never told their story before. And they were, they were, you know, really grateful that they had a place where they could share their story for the first time. Mm -hmm. And we can still factor that into our success. But as far as, as what we're looking, our our goals now are different because we have that Mm -hmm. and we know we can be a place for that. And now we're looking to monetize, which means that we have to be a lot more involved in marketing and advertising. Right. Again, which is Scott Slaughter's department for the most part. Um, but you know, he can't do it alone. It's we're partners. Right, right, right. He's yeah, that's great. Thank you. Yeah. And it does change. And I I will say, I don't, I don't see, I never saw the only, the only one in the room. It's a hobby podcast. I actually don't think it falls into that category because you were connecting it to a platform that was designed to make you money. So from my perspective, I, I don't see that as a hobby podcast. I think hobby podcasts are things that you do because you have free time. It's not connected to anything else other than things you just like and maybe your friends listen. <laughs> right. Where right. I, I do I think there's, there's a difference there. And I just yeah. want to point that out. So for anyone who's starting out and wants to understand how to create some kind of growth starting out, do you have any advice for them that could be either, you know, how to set goals or what they should be focused on? and or what their first step could be in in growing. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that I was 
it was suggested to me to do, which is really um, something I didn't do a lot of at first. And uh, you asked me yesterday if I could go back and tell myself something. This would be another thing that I would say is pitch myself to other podcasts and get on these other podcasts. That's a really good way to grow mm-hmm. your own. And yes. it and somebody somebody at one of these conferences said it really well. It's like, you know, if I go to someone's podcast and they only have an audience of 10, that's still 10 people that probably weren't listening to mine. Mm-hmm. And it's so exponential, right? 10 people, if five of them tell their friends or share it, if five of them listen to that plea at the end, please share the podcast with your friends, like, you know, subscribe, leave us a review, all those things that we ask kind of in a rote way, but they're really important for growth. Yeah. 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 And, and and that's something people can do at any stage, right? It's it's all yes. about sharing what you've what you have to say and why not do it on other platforms instead of just your own? So why not? I mean, that's always a good way to keep, keep it going and growing. Thank you. I like that. I love that piece of advice. So thank you for doing this deep dive. I appreciate that, that extra sort of tidbit breakdown of how things have worked, how they're working now. I think it's really valuable. So just, just thank you for sticking around and giving this this extra bit well thank you for letting me be one of your first guests in this new format i'm i think it's great i'm so excited about it i can't wait to listen to it and not just because it's me but because (laughs) (laughs) i think it's a really good i think it's you know for someone who anyone who wants to learn more than they know because you, you make it so personal and then you have the business side factored in and the human part of that is really important and you do that so well, Barcy. Oh, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That means the world to me coming from you. So I appreciate that very, very much. And, uh, you're the first one that I got to do this format with. I don't know if you'll be the first one released yet. We'll find out, but either way, it's exciting and you'll hear some familiar voices in this format that, that, you know, as well. So that should be fun. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And I guess we probably both have to get back to work. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) It was so much fun, though. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Be Bold Begin. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so as not to miss an episode. So the best way to ensure you get all the new episodes is by subscribing. Help us build a positive community by joining the Facebook group, also called Be Bold Begin. I'll be checking it daily to answer and acknowledge any of your questions and comments. Stay positive and safe out there.